because I forget. I can't believe how far we've come here. 130, episode 130 of No Laugh Track Podcast. This is, I think I forgot to say my name last week. This is Justin Severson, the host. Uh, thank you, Circle of Heat, for letting us play their music there at the beginning. It's now time for the new year and a new guest this week who's been here before, Tim Harmston. That's right. Thank you, Justin, for having me. Let's, let's, uh, I was, the question I wanted to get right to, uh, uh, was this is, uh, the last week of 2014, right? The last day. Last day. Yeah, exactly. Uh, would you say that I'm in your top 52 guests of the year? 52. Yep. Okay. Good. Absolutely. That's all I want. I yep. was worried that I was worried that you don't think I'm a good podcaster because <laughs> I I don't bring in a lot of heat. You know, like I don't bring the energy that a lot of comics bring. Literally, you brought no heat today because it's fucking freezing yeah. outside. Uh, and we're both to, wearing stocking caps yeah. indoors. <laughs> <laughs> just to paint a picture. Uh, Justin has a hoodie, a twin stocking cap on. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing you got long johns, right? Uh, yeah, I do. Hiking, he's got long johns. I do. Wool socks and uh, rubber soled uh, winter boots. Mm-hmm. And I've got on, uh, it's a thong under the, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I got a, um, a Green Bay Packer winter hat on. Of course. A hoodie with a winter jacket on top of that and uh two pairs of socks and my uh puma shoes. but you're wearing tennis shoes yeah which means you I, I don't wear boots like look at all the laces on there like how long does that take you to put those boots i'll on? tell you what these fit so that i slide them on and off oh yeah see that i could mm-hmm. get into that but, yeah but my other sorrel boots i can't it takes me like a minute and some acrobatics to get into them so i don't i don't really wear boots in the winter time you know, you could have you could have uh, worn a Packers hat that isn't so bright. It's brand new. It's a Christmas present. Aww. Yeah, I wanted something to wear to. The you game. bought yourself something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, my mom bought me something that I traded in. I exchanged. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, but I shouldn't have said that because she's a huge listener of the show. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You, what did she get you? Uh, you got to say no. She got me an Eddie Lacy t-shirt. Eddie Lacy is a running back for the Packers. But it had a lot of it had a big logo on the front and a big Eddie Lacy number 27 on the back. And I, I don't know if this if I'm the only person who who hates the way screen print ink feels on your body yes if it's a lot you know yes like i just bugs me Mm -hmm. and it's like having like a wet paper towel like stuck on your back so i'm like "Ah, there's a lot of ink on that shirt (laughs) she she couldn't understand what i was talking about i just don't like the way it feels and it gets kind of clammy and weird and you know and so she said well then you take it back and exchange it so i got this hat so that was a great story it was a great God story. Damn, can I tell a story? No, you know what that reminds me of. I bought. Um, I have two daughters, you know, and uh, <laughs> I let them be girls. However, I am a huge nerd, and their father, and a guy. <laughs> so I do not push, but more like encourage some yeah. of my interests onto them. Of course. You know, there's, there's, I haven't done like the sports thing. You know, like pushing them into participating or any of that type yeah. of thing. But, uh, you know, the Star Wars, I've definitely been trying to hand down. And it's, I've done a pretty good job. Nice. And I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, uh, 
push it in there with like some fun toys. Like yeah. a few years ago, I got them lightsabers. <clears throat> nice. Those are fun <laughs> until things get carried away and somebody gets hurt. But yeah. they're plastic, so nobody gets hurt too bad. But uh, this year, we were at a store and uh, we were looking for little like fleece jackets for them. But then I saw T-shirts in the boys section. Yeah. But one had Darth Vader's face, like this awesome Darth wow. Vader kids shirt. Yeah. And then another one was like a Minecraft. I'm like, I'm going to get these for both of them. So anyway, I bought this Darth Vader shirt for one of my daughters. She opens it up and then uh first thing she says, doesn't look happy at all. Here's, not because it's Darth Vader, but because here's a question from little girl. What am I going to wear with this? <laughs> Darth Vader shirt. What? What are you going to wear with it? Your, I, it's a T-shirt. Your utility belt. You wear, you wear whatever you want with and it. Your lightsaber. What am I going to wear with this? Wow. I didn't know I had to buy an outfit that was going to go with the Darth Vader. It's only going to get worse, too. I mean, you you, you got to realize that. What am I going to wear with this? I, I just I don't know. Whatever you want. Shorts, pants, skirt. You have your own little fashion thing. Do, do whatever you want. <sighs> But I threw away the uh, gift receipt and all that, so I'm not letting them exchange oh, yeah. the stuff. Well, you know, every kid should probably have some Star Wars stuff. I mean, George Lucas needs the money he's hurting. <laughs> and, uh... He does, doesn't he? Did you have Star Wars toys when you were a kid? Yeah, I did. That was a big thing. Uh, I had the Ice Planet, uh, you know, the Ice Planet Hoth. Hoth. Yeah, yeah, they had the Battle Station. Uh-huh. I had that. and then I, I had, had a cardboard back, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you could have like a I don't know, Greedo, all that stuff. I mean, it, it, it was fun back then. And I'm, I, if you would have told me back then that this shit would not stop, you know, selling itself, right? Like, it's just never stopped. It's just always been. I, I, there's nothing like it in all of pop culture. There's been a Star Wars toy section at Target, like basically since a, you know, yeah, we were since, kids. Yeah, it's never gone away. No, <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> and, and for a while, the movies hadn't been out for 25 mm-hmm. years. And I still walk by like, oh, it's so freaking cool. Yeah. But I just, I've stopped buying myself things, but I still yeah. look. You got a collection of I stuff? St- oh, yeah. Really? Oh, Are yeah. any of your action figures still in the package? No. See, because that's what Not really, that's what I get a boner for are those, like, you know, like a, a 1979, because Kenner used to, or Sears used to make them, right? Each store kind of licensed their own things. There or, was a deal like that where you could get, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I know it, what you're talking about. Some of them are extremely valuable. Like if you they, had, they more, sold them like in five packs. I yeah. think. Which were very unique, and yeah. I even get them like a Target or yeah KB toys. Yeah, or something. <laughs> yeah. God, I just love. To, wouldn't you have liked to go back in time and buy like a, you know a whole case of like oh, Han Solo action figures? I'm telling you, I just looking at them like in a. Uh, I'll get a book or something from my dad that'll have. You know, just pictures of the old toys yeah. still in the ca- in the package. Like, oh, yeah, so beautiful, <laughs> I <know. laughs> pretty. I know. Wish I, I had one. I don't know what that's all about, but I no, even, I guess you know. I don't know if you saw. I posted a picture on Twitter yesterday at St. Paul Rock City that uh, um, I've been on vacation from the morning show this week. Okay, and spending too much time by myself. Yeah, I've busted out my old baseball cards. No, yes. Wow, this I, is this is starting to feel like a nerd podcast. Yeah, by the way, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. We're gonna we're gonna get to our. The, we're gonna talk about what's happened this year and all that stuff. You busted out the baseball cards. Yeah, and I don't know what I'm doing with them. I'm trying to reorganize them or something, but it's just an absolute. 
Wow. I have stacks and stacks and stacks of... I might as well be sorting pennies. Wow. I mean, they're just worth nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll bring mine up. We can nerd out. Nerd out one day. But it reminds me here, I brought I brought you a gift. Oh, yes. Well, there's a hat. Now there's another hat. What? And then inside this hat... I brought you. This is a Christmas present. Oh, slash New Year's present. I'm so excited. These are things I've uh, <laughs> I've uh, come across in the last uh, no. 48 hours. Look at this. Oh my God. This is. I'm back on mic. Describe what you have this there. This is amazing. We are looking at a Jim Gantner 1986 tops. I didn't have to look at the back to tell you what that's year it right. is. Oh, and that's 83, right? I think so. An, an 83 Jim Gantner. Jim Gantner is a second baseman for the Milwaukee Brewers. Slash third baseman on Slash that Slash third baseman, yeah. Mostly second base. Mm-hmm. Uh, tops. Yeah. Mint condition baseball cards. Yeah. Oh, man, that's awesome. Thank you. And then it came, it came in a <laughs> 1993 Brewer beer cup from the stadium. Yeah. Who's on with there? Pat Listash. <laughs> American League rookie. He flamed out so fast. He flamed out so fast. Oh, my God. That is awesome. Thank you so much. He had one home run that year. <laughs> and Batted 290, though. He looks like some sort of serpent on the <laughs> yeah. front there, doesn't it? Does. His face is terrible. Yeah, that's not flattering. No. It's like they, maybe they uh, they had a bad batch of cups. I don't, <laughs> yeah. It could have been someone else, and they just threw his name wow. on it. Wow. I'm going to ch- cherish this. That mm-hmm. is really cool. Thank you so much. I'm sure much. it's been cleaned, but feel free to yeah. clean it. I, oh. I don't know what you're going to use that for. Oh, but use um, it for beer is what I will use it for. You should use it for beer. Yep. That is great. So, Thank you. Yes, enjoy. Wow. Enjoy. But let's get back to, let's talk comedy now. Jim. Sure. That's where you're here. You're a comedian. Let's yes, talk comedy. Yeah. No more Star Wars. No more nerding out. We'll nerd out about comedy now. Okay. You did a show last night. Yes, sir. I heard it was sold out. Sold out the Tuesday show, uh, which was a huge surprise for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I shouldn't say that. No one more than you. <laughs> <laughs> no, great. It was a great show. Uh, I'm at Acme all week. Uh, when does this podcast come out? Today. Today? Okay. Oh, yeah. People yeah. are today, tomorrow. Come down uh, Friday and Saturday. I'm, I'm, I might, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm trying to record my album, but as you can tell, I have a head cold. And uh, so I didn't record last night, and I don't think I will record tonight. <laughs> it's New Year's Eve. But then I thought, yeah, maybe those people will get kind of rowdy anyway, so maybe it wouldn't make for the best recording. But uh, but uh, it's going to be a blast. I'm working with uh, Brandy Brown and Pat Sussmilch. Yes. You might remember Pat Sussmilch from his legendary Taco Bell joke, or Taco <laughs> John's joke on Last Comics. That's Day. right. <laughs> Dude sold like a, a five-minute <laughs> Taco John's joke <laughs> on primetime television. Yes. I love that guy. Uh-huh. It was um, really good. Yeah. Everyone is like, Taco John's? I don't know. You and know, then, of like, course, <laughs> and then he came here and... Uh, with a, what he had an eye patter on his neck <laughs> yeah. and then played his set from Last Comic Standing <laughs> while he was on stage. While he was on stage. He didn't talk, just played his yeah. set. Yeah. On television. He stood on stage. <laughs> yeah, he's crazy. Um, he's one of my favorite up and coming mm-hmm. comics. So it's it's going to be a fun show. And, uh, and I have a bunch of new stuff that I'm kind of working out. And, uh, and it's, uh, yeah, it's always a treat to be here. So, what is your, uh, what kind of history do you have working New Year's Eve? Do you like? You know, I was just talking about that with uh, someone at the bar, and uh, they said, "What are you doing tomorrow?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Last night, somebody asked me, like, what do you, what do you do tomorrow?" And I'm like, "Well, it's I'm working here. <laughs> it's like, 
comics, uh, it's New Year's Eve is the big, the big enchilada, you know, it's yeah. a big night because you, you can go out, you know, it's a special event. And so all the comics that go out to these shows get paid a little bit more and then they, they, uh, you know, it, I mean, I haven't had a, a regular New Year's Eve where you just go, you know, to a party and, or, you know, I haven't had a regular New Year's Eve in probably, um, geez, 10 years. Yeah. So I don't give a shit about New Year's Eve personally, you know, like I'd right. rather be working and mm-hmm. rather be making money because there's nothing better than waking up the first day of the year with a nice paycheck. And so instead of a hangover, instead of a hangover, well, there's a hangover involved <laughs> one way, one way or another. Uh, but, boy. Yeah. But this is my first New Year's Eve here at Acme okay. as, as a headliner. Yeah. So I think years ago. I probably emceed a New Year's Eve show here, um, but I don't remember who the the comedian was. But uh, yeah, so it'll be fun, and uh, I'll dress up a little bit. You don't see that a lot. Oh, that's a treat for the audience members. Really, to see me in a, a suit, to see me stuff my fat fucking body <laughs> into a suit that I bought ten years ago. That's a treat. Um, was it when you did Letterman? Yeah. I suit? lost 25 pounds to do that, and that suit doesn't fit anymore. So, okay. <laughs> I'm trying to remember, you were in a suit. <laughs> yeah. Brandy said, she goes, are you dressing up? I'm like, I don't have a suit. She's like, what about the one you wore on Letterman? And I was like, well, it, it's, it, it fit like a 14-year-old boy, <laughs> but it's not going to fit. It. But that's the thing about me and losing weight. It's like when I decide to lose weight, I can lose weight. Yeah. And that, that's the thing that nobody understands about weight loss. Is that people think, oh, you got to join a gym, you got to do this, you know, and all you have to do is stop eating sugar yeah. and start drinking water and eating protein and broccoli and chicken breasts and have discipline for 30 days and I guarantee you'll lose 10 or 15 pounds. And it's that simple. Uh, you're, you're, uh, you're not a doctor though, right? I am a doctor. Oh, you are a doctor. I don't think we've ever talked about that. Wow. No. Okay. Dietitian. I'm here to tell you that you do not need to join a gym to lose weight. I'm the only, I'm the only health advocate that <laughs> that would prescribe that. I mean, not saying don't be healthy, walk more, do whatever you want, but you don't like losing weight is not this mountain that people think it is. Like, just stop eating sugar. Stop eating things that make your body <laughs> make fat. It's really simple. Uh, and that's why did easy we... to do this time of year. Yeah. Because there's no holidays. Sugar yeah, eggnog. I've been drinking a gallon of eggnog a week for the last three weeks. Mm. Um but yeah, so after this after this week I'm gonna lose I'm gonna lose twenty five pounds. <laughs> <laughs> and don't think I won't. <clears throat> don't think I won't. I believe it. Next time you see me, you're not gonna recognize me. Do you cook? Uh, sometimes, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm more like make salads than I cook. Okay. Salads, there's no cooking. That's not cooking, yeah. That's like when I'm heating up a can of soup and it's like, what are you making? I'm not really making anything. (laughs) (laughs) What are you heating? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just, I'm hitting a button here. Yeah. Making sure I don't leave the spoon in the bowl before I put it in there. trying to make dinner without starting the house on fire. That's what I'm making. (laughs) Exactly. Do you, um, everybody does resolutions. Do you ever do that? Ah, hell no. Hell no? That's bullshit. Yeah. Why would you, anybody do that to themselves? <laughs> Seriously. I agree completely. Like who in like September is like, oh, I can't have that candy bar. It's my resolution. Like, you know, by then you've forgot about it all. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, unless you have a really bad pro, like let's say 
you're a fall down drunk and you're like <laughs> you're like this is the year i'm gonna quit drinking <laughs> then yeah okay you're sober in september then great you've you've but i don't think that resolutions are are for uh for me no <laughs> <laughs> me neither no i mean you can have goals yeah goals are great mm-hmm. but uh, maybe there's this maybe they're the same thing i don't know how was uh we talked a little bit about christmas how was your christmas where'd you go um <clears throat> oh, I went. We go to my wife's house, uh, my wife's uh, family up north for Christmas Eve, and that's a that's a great time up uh, north, Wisconsin, <laughs> northern Wisconsin, northern Wisconsin. Yeah. Yep, and then uh, that's fun. They don't they don't do a sit down dinner. They do a thing where everybody brings a dish or a you know thing, and they set it on a table, and then you just graze all day long. Mm. It's like an it's pretty pretty. It's a lot of food, and then uh, you like that, yeah. And then at the end of the night, they're like prime rib, and oh. you're like, oh, I just ate seven hundred pounds of Christmas cookies. But uh, and then uh, then the next day we go to my mom's, and it's uh, it's just uh, my wife and my mom and I, and then we uh, have a very relaxing Christmas day. I'm not a big holidays guy. I don't like the hustle and bustle. I don't like the guilt of, of not having presents when, you know, like you show up someplace and everyone gives you a present and you don't have a present. And I don't like the uncomfortableness of that. Oh yeah. You know, <laughs> like today when you gave me this present and I don't have a present. For oh, you. Hey, uh, no, no, no. But, uh, yeah, not a holiday sky. I, I, I'd much rather, I think that's why people like Thanksgiving more mm-hmm. is because there's no presents. Yeah. It's just food. Eat. I know how to eat mm-hmm. and I know how to bring food. Mm-hmm. So done. Yeah. But there's no like, oh, this, you know, whatever. Oh, we had an ordeal in my uh, family this year about uh, guilt and almost had a Christmas gathering canceled because someone was having so much guilt about not giving good enough presents. <laughs> See? It's bullshit. Not, it's not, I'm not exaggerating any of that. I'm not making that up. It, it's bullshit. Yeah. It, there's no There had to be an intervention, basically, Tim. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. You did great. You did great. Stop. No, you do the best. You're so good. Yeah. Yeah. When, when I'm honest, and this is going to sound so cheesy, but is not a hug and a how are you and a share a, a, a Bailey's and coffee with your uncle or your aunt or you know or your family members or whoever mm-hmm. isn't that enough? Like, yeah. Like why do we have to put these presents involved? I mean, because like and, you know, there's some people that love to shop for presents. I'm a big present person. <laughs> it's like, well, I'm not. So then, put a lot of thought <laughs> into that one. <laughs> this is going to get awkward fast. <laughs> I just, I, I'm just not into it. And, I spent 60 days knitting this for you. Yeah. Oh, I, I ran in and bought a gift card an yeah, hour yeah. ago. <laughs> I, know, I have. Happened to me at Walgreens in the checkout line. And I, <laughs> it so. looks like I got it at Barnes and Noble. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it was in the Walgreens. Yeah. <laughs> they just happen to have it there. I didn't even have enough. I didn't have enough stamina to go to the actual store that it's from <laughs> to buy you this. Yeah, all they had left was Olive Garden. Sorry, right? And you can see that that where the Scotch tape on from whoever gave it to me from you know like like you regift your gift cards basically. Oh yeah, I've oh, done yeah. that before. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I I I get the whole spirit, but I mean honestly, we've we've moved so far away from the actual intent of Christmas. You know the the actual intent was it you know it was to celebrate you know jesus or whatever if that's what you believe in but it, it's like the you know the spirit of it was never about 
commercialism and, right and it's just you know you're it's in it's mid-october you're in a target and they're putting up the christmas decorations oh my god we're, uh, before uh, halloween now it's like yeah oh screw yeah screw you we're what uh ashley's she always watches uh like a show that she dvr'd before we go to bed and so all the shows she's watching, you know, this week still are from recorded pre, you know, pre Christmas. Yeah. So I'm, I'm still hearing freaking Christmas TV <laughs> commercials. Like ah, it's still there's still time to stop at Coles. Like ah, fuck, stop, stop, <laughs> stop. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I guess that like, and you know, if you look at it in a sense that it is sort of like this, um, for our. Uh, our economy is based on Christmas. Like, like, isn't that where these retailers make, you know, forty uh, percent of their earnings yeah, every sure. year is from Christmas? Yeah, the biggest shopping days of the year. Yeah, you know, Black Friday and all. And, and so they, you know, so in a sense, it's you're almost obligated. You know, for our economy to keep going, you have you're almost obligated to to shop during the holidays. Yeah, but. I do have a policy where when I have to buy gifts, I just buy it at like mom and pop stores. Yeah, like people that are. I wish I did that more. That That's my resolution. Turn- good, yeah. try it. It feels so good, mm-hmm. honestly. Like to go to go down to Main Street in some small town, mm-hmm. and there's an antique store or some guy that you know has a hard a small time hardware store. Go yeah. and buy a hammer, yeah, or a bag of nails or whatever, and give them <laughs> best stocking stuffers <laughs> <laughs> or, or whatever. It just feel it's like it's not the gift. It's where I got these nails. Yeah. You don't realize <laughs> ten pound <laughs> roofing nails. This, this hardware store has been in business for one hundred five years. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But how good do you feel? You're mm-hmm. like, oh, that felt good. I, here's a. I, I think this sums it up best. One of the best uh, gifts I got this year. Uh, there was very little money involved. My uncle, who I don't expect him to give me anything, usually doesn't, uh, had he made like two pounds of lefsa the uh, morning of Christmas, uh, gave me a whole pound. Nice. And like kept, like before I left uh, that afternoon, was like, make sure, Justin, did you get the lefsa? Make sure you got, I'm like, are you sure the whole thing? Uh, yeah, I made it all for wow. you. I know how much you like it. Wow. I see this uncle twice a year, and he gives me, like, that, it's all gone. It was gone within, like, four days, but, oh, my God. That was one of the best things I got. that's what I'm talking about. Very little money involved. Very little money, more heart and more thought. And for those of you outside of Minnesota, Lefsa, you better, (laughs) it's like, it's like tortillas made out of potatoes mm-hmm. that, that uh, these Scandinavians eat. Yes. And uh, you put sugar and butter on it or jelly or whatever you want mm-hmm. and roll it up. It's the best thing ever. Um, <clears throat> I have a joke about Ludafisk that if you're interested, um, come down. You'll see that. Have you heard my Ludafisk <laughs> joke? I don't know. I'm not sure, but I asked uh, my cousin's uh, my cousin's girlfriend's family always has lefsa, and then she brings some to my family. Wow. and didn't this year, and I was disappointed. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a good tradition. Mm-hmm. The pickled herring, others, <laughs> yeah, people like the, the 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 food of the Minnesotas and Wisconsins. The food is so uninspiring, <laughs> you know. But it we hold it so precious. Oh yeah, you know? uh-huh. <laughs> like yeah. these the few things that we're known for. Yeah, like like pickled herring or uh, yeah, you know, I love it or venison or mm-hmm. or uh, lefsa or lutefisk or whatever. It's like th- there's those people that still carry on the tradition (laughs) do you have taste buds (laughs) (laughs) like uh the my uh uh you know like some of my relatives are italian you know Mm -hmm. in-laws i guess and it's like 
Now that those are some people that can eat, you yes. know, like they have twenty things that are sacred to them, you know, Absolutely. like manicotti and prosciutto and and uh, you know uh, calamari and like an, an Italian Christmas is really stunning with all mm-hmm. the different things. And here it's just like, well, I brought a tray of pickles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god, pickles! In fact, yeah, we, we all we were all supposed to bring something to my grandmother's this year, yeah. and uh, I forgot, and we ran late, so it didn't even matter. You know what I was supposed to bring? A can of olives. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's great. That's my family too. That's that's how a can of black olives, yeah. and you put it out in the relish tray. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Next to the sweet pickles. Yeah, it was. We got exotic this year, though. We had oyster stew. Whoa! Yeah. Hello. Like that. That was exotic. What, did somebody go on a vacation this year I, and bring I, something back? Well, you can get them in the can, and then. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's so funny that you get them in the can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You get them down at Aldi. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know if anyone noticed, by the way, if I didn't bring, yeah, <laughs> I didn't hear any murmurs of olive. No one mentioned olives when I was there. Justin did bring the olives this year. Yeah. <laughs> next year. What, what do we have to give him next year that we can spare you, not having? If you fuck up bringing a can of olives, you don't deserve to have dinner with your family. Like, no kidding. <laughs> could stop at the Super America and get a can of olives. I know I didn't do my job in participation. Not at all. Hey, let's uh we better talk Packers here before since you're here. Oh, sure. You got your hat on yep. and you I stopped you cuz you were about to tell me before uh, when we were out at the bar here. Yeah. That you were at the, g- the game? I was at the game on Sunday when they played Detroit, Detroit Lions. for the NFC yep. North Week 17 title. Uh, yeah, we were uh, a friend of mine who has been very successful in his career. Um, purchased a luxury box for his family and friends as a wow. Christmas present. Wow! And uh, my wife and I got two tickets, and we we uh, we were um, thrilled to be guests uh, at the uh, stadium. And it is it is everything luxury luxury wise is everything and then some. Yeah. Like it was beyond what I expected. <laughs> like <clears throat> the full bar. And, uh, I assume it's cl- enclosed. Do enclosed, you bother opening that at all? Um, you have two windows that you can open to let in noise if you want, mm-hmm. or you can keep them shut. It was so brutally cold that yeah. cold and windy. So we kept them shut. But then you have like a dial on the wall, and you can dial in the, the Packer radio network or the you know Joe Buck and Troy Aikman or whatever, whatever you want, yeah. you can, or music or whatever you want. You can dial in the sound. Um, <clears throat> it's temperature controlled, so you can turn it up or down and then you get i mean i can't say uh, how many types of food there were but like a taco bar uh a brat bar of course uh, a cheese tray that was like the size of a monopoly table you know it was like this giant like different cheeses and and um uh beer wine uh hard alcohol whatever you want um, and then they'll order anything. How many bathrooms inside? Just one? Uh, the bathrooms are out in the hall. Oh! A shared bathroom. Yeah, oh. it's you know, slumming it. But, uh, Maybe not so much luxury. <clears throat> the best part was that the, the attendant would come in and she would say, like, um, do you guys need anything from the pro shop? You know, like like it's normal for people to just, they have a little checklist and you can oh. order up a, you know, like a, a authentic Aaron Rodgers jersey well, for the $300. Kids, yeah, the kids <laughs> need helmets. <laughs> yeah, what? No. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, let me, I didn't see the menu. Yeah, let me get an authentic Aaron Rodgers jersey for two ninety nine. I'll get <laughs> three of these. T- <laughs> Like, who does that? What kind right, of, right. you know, it's like the other hat, the yeah, other side of uh, life that insanity. I don't see. Uh-uh. And uh, the, um, 
Yeah, and then you can walk out to the the patio, uh, just walk down the hall a little bit, and then you're outside, and you can just stand there outdoors. So if you, there's a, a part of the game where you want to make a lot of noise and you want your contribution <laughs> to the team, or you can. So when Aaron Rodgers got hurt, you know the place, the energy just went, got sucked out of the stadium. Sure. And then I, we all knew he would come back eventually I, I just had a feeling i'm like he's he's gonna come back and so when he did i ran outside and we cheered it was so loud when he came back on the stadium and then you know when him you know watching him limp around it did remind me of Favre. like yeah. Favre was always limping on yeah. you know yeah I have so many guy. memories of seeing him limp throw yeah. a t- uh, touchdown pass then hobbling yeah back you know yeah in some ways it's uh in some ways um I, they're very similar Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. I mean, I'm a Packer fan, and people don't understand that uh, that for, since 1992, uh, I've never had a Sunday during football season where I didn't think we were going to be competitive. You know, mm, because yeah. we had a great quarterback, and and that's I don't I think that's unprecedented. Maybe the Joe Montana, Steve Young era, but I just think that that there's never been a stretch from one Hall of Fame quarterback to the next Hall of Fame quarterback that I mean you could maybe say Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck or or whatever but Traveris Jackson to <clears throat> Donovan Christian Pond, the the T-Jax to Ponder to uh Matt Castle era will be uh and Sage Rosenfeld if you put a few Sage Rosenfeld starts in yes. there that's a pretty uh yeah that's a pretty amazing period in Minnesota <laughs> We call that Vikings lore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How many quarterbacks have you guys had in the last since 1992? Too many. Yeah. I don't know. So I'm fortunate and blessed and and uh as a football fan person. Do you remember so you were there on Sunday they beat the Lions to win the title. Now they have the bye this week. Uh, in the playoffs, do you remember leaving the game? Did you drink so much that you forgot? You, don't you know what? I I I was still kind of under the weather, um, uh, so I didn't drink a lot. I had they had um, they had some good scotch in there, so I had ah. a few scotches and a few beers, but I did not drink a lot. Um, and then we uh, we I ate a lot. <laughs> I ate an awful lot. Well, they had the brat bar. Oh, I didn't tell you this other cool thing. Quickly, yeah. So as like a as a uh, kind of a, I don't know hospitality thing, one of the Packer employees comes in um, at the start of the game and says, "Thank you for you know buying a luxury box and you know because it's big money." You I'm know? sure. And yeah. he he brings in a, a his ring. He's an employee of the Packers, so he has the Super Bowl ring. So he t- does a little speech about the, the history of the ring and the, how it's made and how many diamonds there are and all that. And then you can try it on and hold it up. And yeah. and it was like holding up like a, you know, like a brick of gold. I mean, the thing, he said it's worth, it appraises for $40,000. and It's got all these diamonds and stuff. It was pretty cool. So I got a picture of myself with the ring. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Uh, I, well, this is this 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 thing got too nerdy, Justin. This no, it whole didn't. podcast got nerdy. You're you're wrong. You are wrong, sir. You are wrong. Did you uh, do, do you know about the legend of Jeremy Wilcox? <laughs> no, no, I don't. You Why, don't? Should I? Or mm-hmm. okay, you should. 
Uh, one, this is one last thing about your football team. This is the guy whose beard Aaron Rodgers oh. tugged on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's funny you should say that because when Aaron came back on the sideline, uh, uh, the people in the luxury box, the people that are with were like, is he back on the field? I'm like, yeah, he's back. He's right there. And, and they're like, no. And I'm like, yeah. And I picked up the binoculars and I trained him right on Aaron and I followed him as he was walking down the sideline and he went up to that guy and tugged his beard. Yeah. So I watched it uh, with binoculars and then I yelled back, he's tugging some guy's beard. He's tugging some guy's beard. <laughs> Yeah. What does it all mean? Yeah, what does it all mean? Well, that's uh, funny. I figured it was like a a, a good luck thing because he's it looks like a big jolly leprechaun. Yeah, they're selling T-shirts now. Yeah, uh, tug the beard or tug the beard, tug for luck or something. I don't know. T- what it is. Keep tugging. Keep on t- keep on keep tugging. On tugging. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think uh, Aaron is a nice guy, and uh, nobody will tell me otherwise that uh, he's not uh, an interesting. Uh, thoughtful person who uh, deserves all of his, his success. <laughs> Stop. Stop. <laughs> We're going to talk about you now, Tim. Okay. Enough about him. <clears throat> I don't remember how I even found this thing, but I saw something uh, online. I printed it out here. Yep. There's a picture. In fact, my kids saw this this morning, this morning oh. when I was looking at it. Yeah. And they're like, who's that? And I said, well, that's Mary Mack, and that's her husband, Tim, and I'm going to go talk to Tim in just a little while. This is from some sort of like top ten funny list thing I saw online yeah. this morning. Yeah, did you see this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, President Obama released his top ten favorite comedians. That's right of the year, mm-hmm. and I no, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, it. I don't remember. It's it's listing. Did you do a show maybe in where was it? St. Louis? St. Louis. Yeah. yeah. It says Mary Mack and Tim Harmstead yeah. with Andy Smith and yeah. Jeremy Essig oh, at Foam. Like, Why is this such a good show? Why well, is that such a good we, show? Uh, that's I saw that too. I was so thrilled to see that. Not that that has any like big significance or anything, but it's a it's a it, it, it was one of it's like the city pages of St. Louis, I think, and they did like their comedy writer did their favorite shows of the year. Yeah. And we had stopped and we make our own little tours. My wife and I will put together like we'll do, you know, like we'll work at Crackers in Indianapolis and then we'll say, well, on the drive down, let's stop here and we'll do a show in Des Moines or we'll stop, you know, we kind of like make our own little tour. And we, we got this coffee house where they do performing, you know, like folk art, I mean, folk singers and comedy and stuff in St. Louis. This amazing place. It was like a bar and um had this cool art it was just a really great space and we invited andy smith do you know do you know mm-hmm. andy she's one of the funniest never met her i know i'm familiar yeah. with her though she's sure. been on last comic standing yep. she performs here and, and uh and then jeremy essig who's also very funny and uh and and then a couple other local guys too and i think and we did it we did the show in the style where mick and i or mary mack and i just stay on stage and we just kind of let the other people perform and then we kind of interact with them and the interactions between Andy and Mary Mack were so funny. And Andy was just telling stories about how when Mary Mack was on last comic standing about all the thing, all the way, all the crazy stories about her, um, getting completely wasted right. in Las Vegas and, mm-hmm. and the limousine ride and all these great stories. And, uh, and, uh, and then Mary Mack was, talking about andy and and they're both from wisconsin andy's from janesville 
And uh, so we, we, it was just, a, I don't know, it was just one of those lightning in a bottle nights. And then Jeremy Essig was hilarious and, and we were interacting with him and, and um, it, it was sort of set, the, it was kind of like the foundation show for how we like to do our shows when it was a blueprint show for how we like to do our shows when we travel to towns. Yeah. We just like to get, there's every town that we go has unique, interesting, funny people, either they're comedians or just people that, you know, you meet at the hotel or whatever. There's just funny people and we bring them on stage and interview them. And, and, uh, it's really become a, um, kind of a staple of, of what we do when we go out touring. And, uh, so we're going to try to do that. And so the fact that they, they wrote that show up, uh, was awesome because on the drive over to Green Bay, uh, Mary and I were talking about the year in review. We were like, you know what? That the, I think the funnest show was that show in St. Oh, okay. So yeah, so that was a real honor. And uh, that I, I keep trying to tell Mary that she needs to have her own interview show, uh-huh. like, and may, maybe not a podcast or I'm talking like a radio show or a you know, like a, a TV show or I don't know. She's so good at interviewing people. Mm-hmm. She's a good listener. Yeah. And that's the key, right? I mean, you got to listen to when you're, <clears throat> she's got a lot of improv training, so it, it helps her, but I'm sorry. What were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> no improv training Sharp, right man. here. Man, you that didn't, was just, you didn't need to spend the thousand dollars at, at second city for that. That was, wow. I'm impressed. Did they teach you that at Second City? <laughs> yeah, never do this. <laughs> what uh, What are the other highlights from this year, Tim Harmson? Well, being on Last Comic was fun. That was a good good time. Mm-hmm. Got a little um, got a little uh, exposure nationally on the Last Comic Standing, and then uh, 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 touring. Uh, a lot with my wife doing these kind of two person shows mm-hmm. where we uh we went all over the country. I mean we went to God, everywhere. I mean we went to uh the East Coast, uh Mexico, you know, um Florida, uh North Carolina, Colorado. I mean we, we went everywhere together and toured and I think just being uh being able to explore this country and get paid and be with your spouse is quite uh, you know i'm very fortunate yeah and uh and the fact that we still talk to each other after these long tours <laughs> is uh pretty amazing and um she uh you know it's been fun it's been a good year and and uh, i'm <clears throat> i um i don't know i'm just writing jokes and and we're both preparing you know we're always constantly trying to come up with ideas to pitch out in los angeles for you know shows and things and we haven't hit on anything yet but uh, how much time are you spending out there right now we're about half and half still half and yeah. half yeah about half time in la half time in minneapolis and uh yeah so but it was, it's been a it's been a good year i mean obviously we talked about this earlier there's been it was a tough year for comedy in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. we lost two comedians, uh, Gus Lynch and Bill Young, two really funny, unique personalities in our yeah. comedy scene. This happened a few weeks ago in in, um, in Minnesota, and that was a really, really difficult way to end the year. You know, like we, everybody in the year was going pretty good, and then all of a sudden it just kind of took a dive. But then, people, it, yeah, I mean, I people weren't even done or even close to coping with one loss. Yeah. Of Gus Lynch. Yeah. And then, boom, 
uh, we lose another comedian. Just unbelievable. Yeah, it was really tragic. And um, both of those guys will be really missed here in the in the local scene. And um, do you have a Gus Lynch story? Do you have a, some stories about either of those guys you want to share? <laughs> wow, uh, I I, uh, I have. Uh, well, Gus invited us to do his festival in Mexico. He raises money for the Red Cross in Mexico. This it's called the Acomal Comedy Fest, mm-hmm. and so my wife and I went down this year, and um, we had a uh, we had a great time uh, performing at these venues that are like, you know, like a tiki bar on the, on the Gulf of Mexico. And, and you're, it's like venues that you couldn't possibly imagine that comedy could be performed at. Mm-hmm. And Gus was so nice, uh, to have us. And, and, um, and, um, we, uh, you know, the, the, it was funny because he would, um, he would lead the party, you know, he was, he was the guy and my wife and I were like, well, it's 10 o'clock. I think we're going to retire. And I don't think he ever got, he, I don't think he ever got used to us being like going to bed at 10 o'clock. <laughs> It's like you're comedians. We should it's vacation like, together, yeah. Tim. We could be lame at the same time. Yeah, but he was gracious and uh, a wonderful host, and uh, and he was a fixture uh, on the comedy scene in Minneapolis, yeah. and he will be forever uh, for missed missed here. He was very very unique, and and Bill Young, of course, was very uh, was a, a young kid I started with um, thir- thirteen years ago. Okay. At, at knuckleheads and uh he was 19 and he couldn't drink but he he looked like a you know he was like he looked like a 90 year old man when he was 19 (laughs) so so uh so yeah he was uh he was amazingly creative we did a lot of shows together over the years um and sketches and open mics and whatnot and uh he was a, a very gifted funny person one of the funniest people on facebook you know like how how a lot of comics go on facebook and they try to show the world how funny they are mm-hmm. and a lot of them don't succeed mm-hmm. <laughs> bill was one of those guys that made me laugh out loud all the oh, time okay. <laughs> yeah really funny he talked a lot about having sex with food items from super america oh and then <laughs> Are they are they a sponsor? <laughs> there are a number one. Yeah, there's no sponsors. <laughs> yes, they are. In fact, I'm going to send them a copy of that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we'll both get a bonus. I wish I had the quote in front of me. He had one about a Super America uh, pizza that was really funny. No, I will say. Thankfully, this uh, <laughs> the part of the deal with this podcast is there will never be commercials. So. Uh, yeah, congratulations on 100 and how many episodes? 30. 130 episodes. Yeah. So that means that uh, it's paying the bills, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I couldn't be happier. <laughs> Good. Better freaking believe it. Good. I love this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I-, I love America. God bless America. <laughs> oh, these podcasts are fun. It's a great way to... Uh, you know, I, I'm just going to... Can I do a full confessional? Mm-hmm. I can, can I just I, say this real quick? Yeah. Please uh, thank you for... Uh, saying something about those two guys oh my pleasure i, I didn't feel like i could i didn't i only barely knew gus and never had met bill young so yeah i appreciate that you said something well instead of me. <laughs> I, I think that uh that you know i don't I, it's it's we're it's comedy is a very tight-knit community in this town and so when you lose two people back to back like that it, it really a lot of people are hurting and it was very it was very awesome to see the community come together and yeah. people like put 
differences aside and and I mean both of their services were great and um it really made I think everybody and this is going to sound really corny but it really really infor- reinforced the idea that every day is a gift and I know that that's kind of a, a cliche and everything but it's like it's like Jesus if two people you know that young mm-hmm. Gus was 42 and Bill was 32 mm-hmm. can go you know it really does make you think appreciate this yeah. and and I think that that coming into 2015 it's like I'm like Jesus Christ I have to I have to work harder and get better and do this stuff so so that I can you know you know, so that I, I don't want to leave any regrets on the table, you yeah. know? And so, so, um, so it's, uh, yeah, but it was fun to see the community come together. But uh, the confessional I was going to make is, um, uh, like, I don't think I'm very great on podcasts <laughs> because I guess I don't, you know, I, I, I think that I don't, I, I get, I have a very low relaxing voice right mm-hmm. i mean it's not a radio voice it's not like it's not like tom's voice or you know like a don la fontaine or something well, like really. yeah there aren't many of them <laughs> but okay but it's never seems like i've listened to myself on podcasts and i always think this guy sucks <laughs> so, he's Damn. I I just that's how I feel. I you give good gifts, Tim. I you I, it's the it's the thought that no I've wait never, it's not the thought. I, you know, did I ever tell you this story? How like because like radio interviews, you know, comics always have to do radio interviews, and I wanted um, I had kind of had a streak where I went on some radio shows and they just didn't go very well because you know off stage I'm not like a Robin Williams type where I well I mean when Robin Williams hits that switch he's like you know and it's yeah. a great interview I mean it's just that's why people love him or Frank Caliendo or you know like those guys that can just yeah when well, you're it naming two, yeah, two yeah. people that are like the best spastically yeah, yeah. Like, okay but I always thought I want to be more aggressive and come out with some my guns blazing so yeah. i did this show in madison wisconsin it's like the johnny danger in the morning or some stupid thing like that <laughs> and uh and i then when i'm in the hotel before the, the the club picked me up to do the radio interview i was on my phone and i went to their web page and they post one of those web polls you know like the the uh johnny danger in the morning web poll okay and the the, the question was like uh like johnny's mom and it was like A gave me crabs. B still has my my undies or something, you know. And like this just silly, stupid thing. So I thought, there's my entry right there. That's where I'm gonna really just you, bring you, it home. You have his mom's undies. Yeah. yeah. So I I walk into the studio, and uh, I sit down, and you're like, right, this is Johnny Danger in the morning in the studio. Tim Harmston. Tim, how's it going this morning? And I'm like, oh, it'd be going a lot better if your mom hadn't given me crabs. And then it was really quiet. And then I realized that he probably doesn't even have anything to do with this. <laughs> no, probably not at all. <laughs> so was, and then the, the club owner was like, "What are you doing?" You're like, is that was that supposed to be funny? And I'm like, "Fuck this! Fuck, <laughs> fuck radio! Fuck being a comedian! Fuck! I can't win!" You know, like. I know there's other comedians. I know there's- this attitude you have right now is perfect. That's what you need to go in there with it. Fuck, fuck, whatever. Yeah, I know. Thank you. I'm not. I'm not. I don't. 
I'm too fucking nice, and I never fucking swear, so I don't know why I'm swearing now. But it's adorable. Uh, but yeah, that was. <laughs> uh, oh. Anyway, Tim. Yep. Well, you know that. Did I ever tell you that story where I was in? Uh, I did. Uh, I won the funniest person contest here mm-hmm. in 2003, many, many, many years ago, and. That and th- the next day they asked Acme asked me if I wanted to go on the radio and talk about the contest and what it was like to win. So I went with Will Durst. He's like a you know radio professional. Yeah, uh, he was the headliner that week, and yeah. and I was just a, a brand new comic, scared yeah. He's shitless. Very well spoken. Yeah, yeah. It's just scared shitless, and it was on one of the local stations, and uh, and they're like, we're in the studio with Will Durst and funniest person in the Twin Cities, Tim Harmston. How are you guys doing this morning? You know, and, and Will just takes it and runs with it. And this was right after the Tommy Lee sex tape with okay. Pamela Anderson. Yeah, yeah. And the, and so they start talking about that. And they're like, they're like, Tim, you have any thoughts on that sex tape? You know, and and I'm like, um, I said something like, well, Tommy Lee's, he's got a lot to work with. It was like real quiet. And he's like, all right, that's the funniest person in the Twin Cities, Tim Harmston, joining us, you know? And, it's just, <laughs> and that's the only thing I said. Oh, no, no. <laughs> what lies ahead for you, Tim? And I was like, uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so anyway, how did I, yeah. No, I, this is good. This is this is good. Like, I'm, you have I'm these, purging a lot today. You are. You know what? Stories lot. of failure, Tim. People, it's good to people, talk about. It's very that. relatable. Thanks. Yeah. It's very relatable. It's uh, it yeah. makes people feel better about themselves. Yeah. It makes makes uh, you appear vulnerable, which is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. Anything else you need to get out before we wrap it up? I I found I found some bumps on the end of my no. <laughs> oh yeah, I see. I can turn it on. Uh, no, nothing that I need to talk about. I'm good. Just uh, any new fart jokes? Oh, I do. I, I I do. I do have a new fart joke. Uh, this guy uh, came up to me after the show, and he he said, sometimes comedians they get people will come up to them and tell them something funny that's going on in their life and then they say you can use that in your act mm-hmm. and a guy said that his wife bought a new like lap dog but it kept farting and he goes you can use that in your act if you want and i was like, <laughs> 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 it was like great like because like, your your dog has gas i'm gonna become i'm gonna use that to become the next larry the cable guy like i don't know why people i don't know why people think there's an automatic translation oh my god no please a year from now i want you to be selling t-shirts after your show because that joke's gonna be so little i want you to be selling dog, dog t-shirts with a little poof coming out of its butt please you, it could I, the dog. I got it now i can yeah. even picture it it's a, a wiener dog yeah but it just shows like from the like what would yeah. be like his waist, yep. back, yep. with a cute little tail yep. up in the air, up in the air. and then a poof a that starts in the blast front, of air. blast, yep. and that ends up in the back. Oh. But not too much um, yeah. screen printing. Yeah. <laughs> Very light ink. <laughs> yeah, I like that idea. Uh-huh. Wow. Let me see if I can get my t-shirt guy. Tim, the dog farting yeah, jokey. That guy, joker. that mm-hmm. big closer where the dog farts. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. I have another confession. When I leave here, 
I'm going to go to like a Marshalls or a TJ Maxx to get a dress shirt to wear tonight on stage. I don't know how it's going to look. I don't know. I thought I thought I was thinking about last night. What I'll probably do is I'll wear the jacket because I'd like to respect the audience. Sure. It's New Year's Eve. They've they've paid a lot of money to have fun and and uh, I'll probably. Um, I'll probably wear the jacket on stage mm -hmm. for the first few seconds and then take it D off. Ditch it, yeah. And ditch it. Like Tubby Smith. <laughs> take his jacket off. <laughs> Roll up the or sleeves. Clem Haskins, I guess. Yeah. So that's that's my confession. Uh, one final question for me, sir. Yes. Will you be on stage at midnight? I think so, yeah. So then do you take a break and do a countdown? Or I what don't are you going to do? I don't know what the tradition is. I, I, I forgot because I haven't been here in such a long time, but I do think there is a countdown, and uh, uh, I think they're supposed to be. Yeah, I haven't done this in such a long time, so mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I think, yeah, champagne. I'm guessing, and it's gonna be fun. I mean, I think the I think the sh one. I think both of them are sold out. So, mm -hmm. but don't if. But I'm not sure. But <laughs> no, they're, say that. they're pretty sure they're sold. Out. Okay, yeah, and yeah. then uh, and then, but I'll be here Friday and Saturday, and if I feel better, I'm gonna try to record the album. So, awesome. um, if. Uh, if that's something, some kind of history that you want to be a part of, please come down. <laughs> Absolutely. Are you selling the old one uh, at the show? Yeah, I'll be selling that tonight. Good. Yeah, the most bees ever, <laughs> and uh, it's a hot seller. I love it's it. It's a hot seller. <laughs> uh, I'm a, not a natural salesperson either, so mm -hmm. um, that doesn't help. You know, I'm, I'm kind of quiet about selling things. A lot of comics are, though. I don't I feel know. that bad about yeah. it. A lot of comics. You're not the only one. They're, they'd rather sit in back. Mm -hmm. After the show, they yes. have to sit there and sh shuck their merchandise, mm -hmm. but kind of got to pay the bills. So damn right. Yep. Anything else we should be mentioning? Um, uh, the Packers are going to win the Super Bowl. No, I mean oh, anything sorry. we should be mentioning. <laughs> uh, we should be mentioning. I don't. Yeah, I don't. AcmeComedyCompany dot com for tickets and follow me on Twitter at at Tim Harmston. Perfect. Right? That cool. does it. All right, great. All right. Thanks. Thank you.